Can you have weed chips? I don't know. I feel like I did. I don't know. <laughs> I think I ate too much. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's what it was. was. Yeah, maybe the other I, day, had, that's I it. had one of those Celsius this morning. That's 250 milligrams of caffeine. Oh. Right. And so that's like, that's like mm-hmm. taking a dynamite stick and putting it in your ass. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm exercising so I can feel the. <laughs> and I'm actively trying to decide if I should stop cycling so I can poop. <laughs> But then it's like my pants are sweaty. They're not going to go back on the same way that they came off to poop. So, and then if I run out of the room and don't take anything with me, they're going to know I'm either pooping or. There's only a couple reasons for that kind of run. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and you you were probably in the front row, right? Yeah. So everyone sees you unless you do it in the blackout, but it's too hard to walk. So yeah. I held it. But it was like, there were moments, it's like, uh, it ebbs and flows, like the sea, right? Yeah. It was like, I'm going to shit my pants. No, I'm not. I'm going to shit my pants. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And then I came back to the apartment and stand in there. and you didn't take a bathroom there? Why, why don't you just go there? Because, because there's it, like one bathroom. It ebbs and flows. Well, that didn't stop. But I was like, no, I don't have to. And then as soon as I got home... And you know <laughs> you can safely in any manner that suits you. Dude, your butthole senses you're near your toilet. Yeah, it was like fluttering. It's like, <laughs> we better go. <laughs> so then it was one of those things where I had to sit there because I was like, I know there's more. I don't know if you ever yeah, stood up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, nope. <laughs> and you have to sit yeah. right down. Yeah. That was one of those. I just sat there and just. Where <laughs> we go. And then demons came out of me, boy. Yeah. They did. No wonder you got hungry. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. I made a room. <laughs> you did? I dropped a weight class. <laughs> went from heavyweight to bantamweight in two and a half minutes. It was crazy. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Mine was closer to five, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine took a little longer. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm ripper Aaron and ready to go. No ripping. I ripped earlier, but yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost whatever. <laughs> What's up, chicks, dicks, and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads, so get ready for our salty surprise. I almost did it, but it's not time. It's the first one after our hiatus, so I'm glad that you kept it to the OG. I know. You're not doing well today, and I don't want to upset you any further. And you know what? I'm doing worse off than you, and like, we both went to bed at the same time last night. We did. Maybe I had a power nap on my floor. There was a period where you had to ask me if I was like awake and I wanted more chicken nuggets, <laughs> and I was definitely on my floor. I, I might have been asleep for a second, so that could have actually been like a small power nap. So maybe that's why I'm doing better than you. You did, yeah. You know what? I really, in retrospect, thinking about it now, I should have just brought the chicken nuggets to you. That would have been kinder, but I mean, what kind of friend are you? I know because I made you get up and get the chicken nuggets. I know. So, and when I got up, I actually felt like all that places on me that hurt <laughs> and it's places you wouldn't expect like the outside of my hips where there's like yeah maybe some extra fat there I don't know if it was bouncing around too much or whatever and like you know my t9 in my spine or something like places that just don't make any sense why they would hurt but that's being over 30 and going out and yeah. what did we do last night 
last night we went to a rave. Kind we did. Of. Well, I mean, like, it's like a half. Like it was like a half. It was a trendy rave. It was a themed rave. Um, Lindsay, what was the theme? Shrek, baby. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. So now that makes sense to you, right? It does make sense to me. I mean, no. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That YouTube video that you made me watch, the yeah. Shrek is Love music video? No. That still makes no sense. But I mean, the references to it at the rave made sure, sense. Sure, the references to yeah. it in the rave made sense to me, made perfect sense to me. But yeah. you're in on the joke. I was. Or not joke. There yeah. could be someone in that crowd that actually is like obsessed with Shrek. I don't know. Because there were a lot there of people were, there. And people went nuts over some of the songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they played All Star a few times. They definitely played versions of the Duloc is a perfect place a <laughs> yeah. few times. Like EDM remixes of it. Do lock is, do lock is, do 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 lock is the perfect place. Like it was yeah. crazy, it was, and people I mean, were just losing their minds. Yeah, they and played. Uh, what are you doing in my swamp? What like, are you doing in my swamp? Yeah, we heard that a couple yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, it it made me feel young until it didn't. Yeah. Because we were, like, in the pit with everybody dancing around. And I actually had never understood the mechanics of a crowd in a pit. But when you're old, you start – your mind starts to wander and you start to pay attention to, like, old people things. Like, why are there so many kids and why am I being pushed to the back and blah, blah, blah. And I noticed that these people would walk by us trying to go closer to the front, right? Yeah. Like, bitch, there's no room. I don't know where you think you're going. But where they're going is they're displacing space in the front, forcing everyone that they get in front of back. Yeah. And I noticed that we all of a sudden were starting to be pushed towards the back. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight to go to the front because I'm over 30. And those days are behind me. Unless there's something I really, really want to see, I'm not going to be doing that. And um, I noticed that all the people that were leaning into me they had no gray hairs. They <laughs> didn't smell of muscle <laughs> cream and things like that. Been and gay. Yeah, they, they looked very youthful. And they also had blue bracelets, whereas everyone over 21 that's had true. pink bracelets. We were surrounded by blues. We and, were a dot yeah. of pink in a sea of blue, and quite frankly, not my vibe. No. Not my no. vibe. So we went to the very back and immediately it's a gradient so the closer you are to the front that's like where because this was an 18 and up event so there were definitely 18 year olds there and the further you got towards the emergency exit you saw more pink bracelets Mm -hmm. yes you just saw lots and lots of pink and much more gray hair people were their version of dancing around and vibing was kind of just a side to the side head bop right everybody's got their classy drinks so nobody was drinking like four locos or like psycho buzz balls everybody had like gin and tonics (laughs) and they're just vibing in the back it was like something in tonic or they had like a twisted tea yeah right something something like that means you it's like longevity yeah right i'm not like doing these car bombs Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna sip on my five percent twisted tea (laughs) and bop around to all-star yeah and that's what we did. We did. But you know what? And we were all wearing sensible shoes for the most part. Well, no, I wasn't. Well, you were wearing platforms, but they were pretty flat. Like, yeah, and my feet still of, ended up hurting. Yeah. But so did mine, and I was wearing Adidas. And that's because I didn't have insoles in them. Yeah, my arches do hurt today, or lack thereof, I yeah. should say. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me feel like 
extra old. Well, right? you are old. Yes, but... I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I put gold bond did you? on my wish list for yes, Christmas. Yes, you did. Year, and yeah. bitch, no one will ever buy that for you. That is something you can buy yourself. <laughs> like, do I like the occasional, you know, here, here's a little disclosure for you. Sometimes I buy those kid wipes and I'll use them on my ass if I like... If it didn't pinch off clean, right? You know, well, get a little bidet, back there. And so I... Well, okay. I don't have a bidet. All right. Mm-hmm. So am I going to put that on my Christmas list? <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Are you going to buy that for me? I can, yeah. No, don't buy that for me. <laughs> There's just the some things that, like... you, you you can be left to buying those yourself. There's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with buying your personal care items on a personal level. But Okay. We, we, we digest. We digress. We digest. We digest. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so. Like, the thing is, though, we went out. We yeah. had fun. We got a little lit, but not too lit, you know? It was like a fleeting lit, right? It was like an uncapitalized lit. And Maybe I'm, italicized, but definitely yeah. not bold. No, no, definitely not bold. Yeah. But I still feel, like, tired, like, I guess like hungover light today. I mean, I feel my body feels tired. Yeah. My brain feels pretty on point, but my body feels very tired. Okay. I'm a little foggy, but I think that's just sleep and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Whatever. I, I will say my rebound times are definitely. It takes longer, right? It takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think when did you start noticing that? rebound times for you we're getting mm, honestly i i'm convinced i have a theory i think people are born with a certain amount of party ability <laughs> and you can burn through that however fast or slow you want but once you burn through it that's it i think in my younger years i did too many like i didn't do it all the time but when i but when went out went i went out Phew, i cliff dove mm-hmm. like from a very high height yeah. so i think in a handful of events i went through that party tank (laughs) because i really went for it Mm -hmm. um and i think as a result of that my decline was a lot faster so i think i want to say my mid-20s i started to realize Mm -hmm. there was like a wow i have to doordash food and lay in bed all day because if i get vertical but i have rally moments though yes the thing is we can all rally Mm -hmm. but like you're going to pay for it later, right? Or no? I, yeah, because you have to have that recovery to get back to baseline. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can still rally, but you're still just taking basically Credit time. on your future happiness. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you always pay. Yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to come to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. The first time I experienced a two-day hangover was when I was 26. Two days. Two day hangover. Ooh, boy. And did you yeah. drink an inordinate amount of alcohol compared? Yeah, okay. it was, it, yeah, it, it, it was, it was a messy night for sure. Um, although it was one of those messy nights where you don't realize it at the time. Like you think that you're drinking a sensible amount of alcohol, but then you black out at some point. And then you have people telling you later that you were drinking from that bottle of vodka like, just straight from the bottle of vodka. And you're like, that's not characteristic of me. To just take straight rips from the bottle straight of Grey rips. Goose. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it explains my state the next two days, for sure. Uh, yeah. I would say that 
I mean, just short of putting a straw in it, I'd say I mean, that, that, that about explains why you lost time. I did. And I think that was like four or five party days worth of, of happiness, happiness that you took out. Yeah. Yeah. So ever since then, it's just like if I have two glasses of wine, tomorrow's going to be hit or miss. Yikes. Yeah. So you really burned through I it. I burned through it. Yeah. Damn. Well, that, I mean, you are not the exception, right? No. You're the standard. I am the standard, because hangovers do get worse as you age. But why? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's for an assortment of reasons, right? So, like, studies show that your body's ability to process alcohol gets less efficient. This could be, like, the same as your metabolism, right? Your metabolism slows down as you age, which... That's Feel something. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which means that you metabolize alcohol a lot slower. Uh, things like your liver enzymes and your total body water weight also tend to decrease with age. So your liver is she's so not, she's not working well. What I'm hearing is that my body weight, I lose water weight, but I gain actual. Oh, my gosh. Do you hear this? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. You okay. So ate. I know. No, what that is, is the sandwich is like making its way downtown. <laughs> it's walking fast. And Yeah. The face is past and it's homebound. <laughs> and there's like, I can feel it. I don't know what's in the sandwich that's causing this gastrointestinal distress. So for anybody who didn't hear, I didn't fart, but my stomach is making these very strange noises. Yeah, it is. So if we end up having to pause as I scurry up to the bathroom, then we'll know why. It makes my question earlier, <laughs> but does anyone have to take a shit before we start? Seem uh, <laughs> Out of spite, <laughs> I've got to try to at least hold it until this episode is done, because if I actually have, if we have to take a poop pause, I'm going to be really pissed off. Yeah, because you reamed into me about well, because, that Because like, too. what kind of question is that? All right, everybody, are we ready? Did everyone poop? Are we good? <laughs> like, there's so many other things to check for first. Oh, man. Do you have your laptop on? Are you paying attention? Do you feel good? I don't know. Was your throat lubricated? Did you poop? Uh, doesn't seem so silly now, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I got to say, I'm feeling a little old right at this moment. But And the thing is, like, younger people, their organs are just more efficient, right? So they probably would not have the same gastrointestinal issues that we would after, a, after night a night of partying. Of drinking. And yeah. And beer shits is a real thing. It is. It is for sure. That I had never experienced until I was in my mid twenties and we went to a, like brewery hopping and we went to a lot of craft food places, like different food trucks. We went to this like artisanal taco place. So between all of the rich craft beer and all this rich food, I was getting the like. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, like, so this is like at the same while you're drinking. Yeah. It's yeah, not the so, next day. No, no. I think it was either later that night or the next day. But okay. I had never understood because people would always talk about like beer shits or alcohol shits. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And then I figured out what it meant. I understood. Yeah. And really ever since that point, it doesn't always happen, but it happens. And when it does. It's. It's not it's fun. In yeah. It's intense. It's intense. Yeah. It's like you go through something. You do. You know, you could probably talk to your therapist about what goes on in there after. You feel like you've lost a part of yourself <laughs> in there. <laughs> There's a little trauma involved in that process for sure. But like, okay, let's let's go into the science of it because sure. you are a resident 
science person, right? That so, should so, frighten a lot of people. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Your degree is closer to science than my communications degree. So <laughs> we do have the same Googling ability, though. So we that do. evens the playing field, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But that's why I do the history of shit and you do the science That's of true. Shit. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Fine. So what exactly? We know that alcohol is a solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's like, like, let's think about this. So have you ever seen like Osmosis Jones? Or like Miss Frizzle and the Magic School Bus. Yes, Miss Frizzle. Right, where they like sense. go okay. inside the body. So yeah, l- we're about l- to do that. You're, you're Miss Fizzle. Yeah, Miss Frizzle. 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 That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and so okay, you're at the club, and okay. you and your gal pals are out on a night out, and uh, one of them buys around a blowjob shots. Love that. Love that. And you can't say no because it's a blowjob shot, and it's and free. it's been purchased, and you it's that's the way it is. But you're already kind of buzzing on all those Jaeger shots you guys took at the apartment pre-gaming. How Uh-oh. old are you? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. 20-something. I don't okay. know. Fine. Insert your preferred alcohol here. Because okay, okay? Jaeger shots are... Okay. You're ruining this. I'm sorry. You're trying I'm to sorry. take you on a magic school bus adventure take inside me- a drunk person, and you're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> take me into the body of Charlie Sheen. No, no, there's probably a lot of other stuff in his body that's (laughs) outside of alcohol that wouldn't, we're not studying drugs or whatever (laughs) weird stuff lives in Charlie Sheen's body. I don't, I don't know what's in there. Okay. So going into a drunk girl at the club. Okay. Drunk girl at the club. Drunk girl at the club. Okay. She takes her shot and let's see what happens. So when you take that blowjob shot or alcohol of choice, Jaeger bombs, whatever, mm-hmm. you do not digest the alcohol. What do you? What do you, you mean? don't meta- like? You don't digest it. It's not like you eating a cheeseburger; it doesn't get broken down. Okay, so what happens? to So it? it passes into your bloodstream, and then it travels. It gets dispersed because it's in your bloodstream. It gets dispersed to every part of your body, so the different organs and tissues and stuff, and then it gets filtered out. So it affects everything, but it affects the brain first and then your kidneys, lungs, and liver, okay? And how quickly or slowly it affects you depends on age, gender, height, weight, um, if you've eaten that day, all that kind of, the type of alcohol, all that stuff. So when you swallow it, whoop, it goes down whoop, into the stomach and it's chilling there. You pass 20%, so 20% of whatever that shot that you just took, that's going into your bloodstream via your stomach. And then the rest gets into your bloodstream via the small intestine. Ooh. Okay, so initially, mm-hmm. that initial ooh feeling that you have, that's mm-hmm. the 20% going from your stomach. And that's why when you drink a little bit, a little bit, at first you're like, a bitch could eat. The drunchies, if you've mm-hmm. ever had the drunchies, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. But if you have too much, you lose your appetite. Because well, you're about to get evicted. Because you're about to get a stomach every- eviction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when the alcohol enters your bloodstream, either via the stomach or the intestines, it wi- it's a vasodilator, big word for the day, <laughs> widens them blood vessels. So why is that? So you guys ever heard of the glow, right? The drunk glow. Oh, yeah. Asian glow. Yeah. So a lot I get of, Asian glow, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of blushing. Your shit and your, and your cheeks and all that stuff, it's widening. So more yeah. blood is circulating. And that's why, too, uh, if it you're vasodilating, all this alcohol-infused blood is going all over the place. 
you get drunk faster, right? Because if it was like a vasoconstrictor or something like that, it would take a lot longer to pass through. And you get feeling of warmth. So that's why like in the cold, which you're not supposed to do this because alcohol doesn't freeze. It adapts to the temperature that it's presented to. So you're not supposed mm. to drink alcohol outside if you're it- cold. It'll freeze your shit. It'll be too cold for you to actually consume. But because it vasodilates, all this blood's rushing everywhere. Blood is, you know, warm. It so gives it you-, you a warm feeling. Science, bitch. I know, I know, I know. And you can get, but you, consequently, you can get heat loss, rapid decrease in body temperature, drop in blood pressure, all these things. Okay, so we got the, we got our blowjob shot. We're dancing in the club. And then all of a sudden, oh shit, it's out of our brain. And that, the wah, wah, yeah, the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it dulls the part of your brain that controls how your body actually functions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and obviously in extreme case that would be like shitting yourself. Oof. But let's dial it back, right? Okay. So it affects your ability to make decisions, as we all probably know. We can yeah. all probably <laughs> think of it, a time when we made a bad decision, yeah, because of alcohol, uh, and stay in control. And it can affect your mood. So some people they get all woo woo woo, and some people get all. Boo, boo, boo. And some people want to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Just depends on your chemical makeup. Hmm. And as, so, okay, we're at the club. Boom. You're like, you know what, bitch? Let's take another body shot. And so we're doing body shots off of people now. Tequila. Woo. Oh, yeah. You are making poor choices. <laughs> well, I just told you. I know. The brain. The brain. Bad choices. Okay. And as that concentration increases in the bloodstream, Shit starts changing. Your bodily functions start changing. So at first, you may feel happy, a little less inhibited. You're like, yeah, I might take my top off. That's fine. That's cool. But then after several body shots of tequila, you may start slurring your words. Has anybody ever done that? I might have, maybe. I don't know, because at that point, I'm browned out. (laughs) (laughs) Browning out is the thing. If anybody does not know what browning out is. So browning out is basically... You, you're, you're fuzzy, you remember some things, but you don't, the, the memory is not clear. It is in a, it is in a brown haze. You're, you're not fully blacked out, but you're, you don't, things aren't, things don't work properly. This is true. I've browned out. Yeah. Uh, my legal counsel has suggested I don't say how many times. <laughs> And actually, I probably don't even know how many times, right? Because if you've browned out, do you, you know? Don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But back to the analogy, okay? So we've had a few more body shots. Mm -hmm. You have blurred vision. Mm -hmm. You might have lots of coordination. So obviously stumbling around, falling down. Maybe you can't stand, so you sit in a porta potty You know, I mean, who knows? (laughs) Sounds like you're you're, you're talking from a... No, I'm just... This is like a theoretical. It's a... a, (laughs) Like imagine if you can. Yeah. (laughs) Someone being so desperate, they just fear no evil... Yeah, because sitting down in a porta potty, that is. Yep. You got to be like drunk as shit. They say God is everywhere. God is not in the porta potty at a music festival. It is definitely not. (laughs) There are some places even God won't go. (laughs) Well, because that's Satan's territory. (laughs) Even Satan is like, you know, this is kind of dirty. This is, this is actually a low even for me. So I'm just gonna leave you be. And maybe when you're in a better state, then we'll try and find other ways to ruin your life. You know, really quick side way, uh, side note. That's why I don't like going to music festivals because I don't want to poop in a, or pee in a potty, uh, porta potty. 
Why not? People have been shitting no. in holes in the ground for years. No. Think of it as hearkening back to your ancestral roots. I would rather poop in the woods than poop in a porta potty. Because you're pooping on top of other people's poop? <laughs> or Yeah, I think so, actually. Just pooping in a pit. But maybe of that's excrement. like the think of it this way. Oh, this God. is like the most together that we probably will ever be. Right? Like <laughs> one love. <laughs> <laughs> one poop <laughs> yeah i don't think that's what uh <laughs> like politics divides us but our inability to keep it in our butts unites us <laughs> i don't know it's like a, it's like a hug for for all of our yeah it's food. think of it like yeah everything's like coming together right i don't know <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just trying to make you less adverse about. No, that's having the opposite effect, honestly. <laughs> it's not like I, yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. So you, you're not thinking straight. You're sitting down in a yep. porta potty at a music festival. Yep. And so <clears throat> I mentioned that, let's say there's a group of gals, they're all doing body shots, right? Off mm-hmm. of maybe some nice little shot boy. I don't know. Love that. And they all are getting different levels of drunk. Why? Her brain's not working real so good, but this one over here is doing more shots on her own. She mm-hmm. found some people on the side, nice, lovely couple from Iowa on vacation, and she's doing shots with them. The- Why? Why is that working? Well, there's lots of different things. Weight. If your weight is low, so if you're a skinny little thing, you don't have as much tissue for the alcohol to absorb into, and you're going to get drunk faster. You're going to, like, saturate faster, essentially, right? I'm going to saturate. That's what I'm going to call it from now no, on. I'm, I'm saturated. <laughs> 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 there's age so uh i know online they used children versus adults but what? let's not use children here let's just say younger people versus older people right mm-hmm. their brains are still developing because even if you're like 18 19 20 21 your brain's not fully done developing so small amounts of alcohol you're going to be more affected by it oh i didn't know that yep and your body changes as you reach the old age that we are, and anybody who's older than us listening, this affects you too. Once you reach a geriatric age of 30. <laughs> You've got increased body fat and decreased body water, like you said, uh, right? Yeah. So that makes your body not a ideal conduit for removing poisonous things like alcohol. So if you drink the same amount of alcohol you drank back in the day, you might feel the effects more severely. And for several days to come. And Exactly, for several <laughs> days to come. Uh, gender, obviously, women are typically more affected by it than men, but that's largely due to our size. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have as much muscle mass or, you know, place, and we're not as big, just tall, weight, all that stuff. And um, then, of course, things in addition to the brain. So the kidneys, lungs, and liver are all affected because they're trying to... Um, uh, the kidneys and liver are trying to filter out the alcohol and the uh, lungs. So if alcohol is fizzy, so let's beer or like hard side, seltzers, yeah, seltzers, right? Um, you can inhale those, the bubbles and there might be, you know, alcohol might be in the bubbles and things like that. Right. Cause it, it's like, think about it like that. The liquid yeah. is alcoholic. The carbonation in the alcohol, if it's coming out, there's has liquid. to be alcoholic, right? It's, it's liquid. The little bubble is a liquid. Oh, shit. And it's an okay. alcoholic liquid. Is right? that like absorbed so, differently? So from your lungs, the alcohol goes into the bloodstream. Shit. So like if you inhale a liquor bubble, 
It just goes into the bloodstream. So it could just make you just as drunk? Well, I mean, you're not sitting there yeah, but like, inhaling could you, like in theory, liquor though, bubbles. Could you? No, I don't know. You'd probably have to inhale a lot of liquor oh, okay, bubbles. Okay, right. I don't know. Because like, think of like you open a can of Coke. Those little little no, things like, are so small. Make it like into like a cartridge that you can smoke, right? <laughs> smoking alcohol. Yeah, I got my Miller Light bubbles. Yeah. Here to party. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe science isn't there yet, but that sounds like some Willy Wonka shit, you know, right? where they go into the fizzy, whatever, lifting and bubbles like, and they yeah. all float into the air. I don't know. That sounds like a little too to much Willy Wonka like that. But you know what? It's, yeah. Okay. Well, what? We're going to continue on with the analogy. Sure, We're yes. going to leave your liquor bubble sales idea where it is we're just gonna now. continue on the uh the river yep Willy we're in the river, river now all right Willy Wonka's river of liquor yeah so these girls are all at the club they're all drunk now they all had different amounts they're all saturated there is no immediate way to fix this once you're you're poisoned essentially you're poisoned there is no so like the bread and the coffee and stuff that might help future you but it's not going to help you right now so it takes time for your body to process alcohol. So if you are drunk, yes, you could eat bread or you could do whatever. Take a cold shower. It might, like, but if you're completely saturated and you're drunk, like, it might slow the whatever remaining absorption is. Again, I'm not, like, a doctor, so I don't really know. But you still have to process what you've already been poisoned with. And you can't reverse that other than by, there is no way out other than through, basically. Uh. You know what I mean? You've written the check and now alcohol is about to cash it and you can't there there is no like defaulting on that check like they'll take your house you will pay that check um so you have to just kind of wait it out things like pedialyte and medication all that they'll help the symptoms so you'll be hydrated but you're still having to process the alcohol so that's why you may still wake up the next day with a high concentration of alcohol in your blood so have you ever woken up drunk I must have, but I, I can't think of an actual. I for sure have. Like, you've woken up and you're like. Like, I'm not sober right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. I have. I, there's no way you haven't. I mean. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's a terrible feeling. It I would is. almost rather be hungover because you know it's over. But now you've woken up. You're still drunk and you still have the impending hangover to face. Uh, oh, no. I would just rather wake up in the pain and get through it. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. That is my tour, my Miss Frizzle tour into what happens when you imbibe some blowjob shots at the club. It's if you give Lindsay a blowjob shot, she will ask for body shots. <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> <laughs> that's a new Two Salty Broads uh, children's book. If you give Lindsay a blowjob shot, she's gonna yeah. want a body shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think either of those two things go well together, though. No, but you know what? If you give Sapita one too many drinks, she is going to ask for a Whopper from Burger King. Which is, I don't, of all of the places that you could ask for, bro, it's it's sentimental to me. It saved my life. So it's like what, you owe Burger King your fealty because one time they prevented you from being hungover? Yes, yes. No, no. I had an unspeakable amount to drink that night and i ate a burger king whopper and the next day you know when you're like opening your eyes you're like bracing for you're like it? waiting yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was fine i was fine everyone else spent the night puking on the floor of their bathroom and i fine 
Okay, here's a question, though. What did you have to drink? What were you drinking that night? I couldn't tell you. Hmm. It was purchased for me. It was, we were celebrating finishing grad school. So that's, I mean, like, that's all you really need to know, right? When your cohort just finished grad school, they're drinking anything and everything they can get their hands on. So you probably had D, all of the above. D, all of the above. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there was whiskey in there. There was Mm -hmm. tequila. There was beer. And that's all I can tell you off the top of my head. Well, that's like an unholy trinity right it, there. It was, I gotta yeah. say, and because the only reason I ask is because dark liquor, so whiskey, rum, red wine, anything that's a darker color, is more likely to result in a hangover. And is there like science white, behind that? Um, like- I don't really know. Um, according to the salty researcher, that's what he said. It, I don't know if it's the way it's processed because clear liquor, maybe it's processed more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, if anybody out here is a liquor aficionado and I've said something incorrect, my bad. Yeah. But right. I have the microphone and you don't. So <laughs> man and a boo-boo. <laughs> Misinformation to you, you. <laughs> um, I do know that um, one in eight American adults typically meet the criteria for alcohol use disorder. What the frick? So... One in eight Americans here are, are just messed up and they don't even know it. Yep. So do you know what the criteria is? So according to Google, mm-hmm. the alcohol use disorder, um, it can range from mild to severe. Mm-hmm. And let's see. I want to know if, if, you, and- if you qualify. <laughs> yeah. Let's find out if you qualify. All right. Um, let's see. Signs and symptoms may include being unable to limit the amount of alcohol you drink. Wanting to cut down on how much you drink, but making unsuccessful attempts to do so. Spending a lot of time drinking. Feeling a strong craving or urge to drink. Failing to fulfill major obligations at work. Continuing to drink alcohol even though you know it's causing physical or relationship problems. Giving up or reducing work activities. Using alcohol in situations where it's not safe, such as driving. Withdrawal symptoms, such as sweating or shaking. And it says, let's see here. Da, da, da. So one in eight Americans experience some of those symptoms. Yep. And I'm sure that's probably gone up. Well, I well, don't know. With COVID. Well, this is, I think that statistic, the salty researcher said that that was from 2022. So I would be mm-hmm. curious to know what if, it was before. Yes. Because I was telling you before mm-hmm. the episode started that there's about, in America, in 2019, alcohol-related deaths it was like 70 something thousand 77 i think and in 2020 it went up to 98 which is crazy right isn't that it's like a over it was like a 25% increase like 20 20 something thousand and those are just the deaths too mm-hmm. it's not people that now picked up a bad habit or something yeah yeah so i'm sure the pandemic did not help with those statistics so I don't know. It doesn't really say here what constitutes, like, in terms of how many drinks if you have alcohol use disorder. No, but I I feel like just from what you said, you can surmise whether you or someone you know. Yeah, probably. And here's a question, though. Okay. Has your doctor ever asked you about how many drinks you have? In a week? Yeah, and then you don't say the right number. (laughs) So I lie? Yeah. Have you ever lied about that? Uh, No. Oh, okay. But that's that's because. My number is low. 
Right, okay. Right? So they asked, like, oh, uh, how often do you drink? How many times a week do you drink? And I say, I said twice. This yeah. is just an example of last time I went. And they're like, okay, so in those times that you drink, do you ever have five or more drinks in a, have you had, do you usually have five or more drinks in a sitting? And I was like, no, 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 I, I think you misunderstood. I have two drinks a week, like, on average. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that could be a little higher, it could be a little lower. Um, on average, it's, my number is pretty low. I don't drink very often. I feel like that's true for me as well. I don't think my average is very high, but I do feel like there has been a time or two I've gone to the doctor like let's say during the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and whoa, there's nothing to do in the pandemic. And I know that my I know my snacking increased mm-hmm. in the pandemic, oh, for sure, and for sure. my alcohol consumption did as well. Mm-hmm. And when I got tested for COVID, and I had I thought I had a sinus infection, but when mm-hmm. I got tested for it, and they were asking me, you know, how much alcohol do you drink? And I was like, you know, I'm not at a good place right now. <laughs> 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 I just wanted that to be known. Like mm-hmm. I'm eating Oreos like every day. I'm going to the CVS. They're starting to recognize me. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to be known anywhere, less at a pharmacy <laughs> for buying snacks, snacks no yeah. less. So uh, I do recall at that time being like, oh, you know, not not that much, like once or twice. But it wasn't once or twice. <laughs> I think it's evened out to probably about that now. But nah, at the time, no, that was I definitely fudged the numbers on that one a little bit because <laughs> I didn't need that kind of judgment from yeah. my yeah. doctor. There have been a couple weeks where, like, it sh- shits. Th- th- there's a little bit of there, there's there's alcohol consumed, yeah. like every day, right? But yeah, for the most part, it's one to two. You know, now now if they ask how often do you snack a week, I would have to fudge those numbers a little bit because. Because it's like daily, like daily. What's the go-to snack? Depends on what I got, right? So like, if I have salt and vinegar chips, mm. but like also cheese and crackers, or cheese and popcorn, or like fruit and cheese and popcorn. So it's it's healthy. I add fruit to it. I mean, f- fruit's fine, but is oh, I'm gonna sound so dumb right now. Is fruit that good for you anyway? Because it does have a lot of sugar in it. Yeah, it does have a lot of sugar, but it's got a lot of other vitamins and yeah, But maybe you should just like eat some kale instead or why something. Why the fuck would you say something like that? Like, honestly. Because I. You're chaotic. You're trying to. No, you're trying to make it sound like you're eating healthy and I'm I trying am, to find a way fruit. to show that you're not. It's a, no, it's fruit, you asshole. <laughs> it's fine. It's good for you. It's good for you, but like, have you ever eaten so much watermelon or apple that you almost shit your pants? <laughs> too much fiber that bill and sure such a thing like, is too much well, then. okay there's such thing as too much kale too i'm sure if you eat too much kale you'd shit your pants maybe because that stuff works like a brillo pad for your insides <laughs> it, it does <laughs> or like um what is it broccoli broccoli is very fibrous tell me you haven't eaten too much broccoli and then just bad things under the sheets all night are you like the the bubbling pools at Yellowstone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a national monument for the next twelve hours. I can I can make sure that Yellowstone has a carbonated water for quite a while. Oh, I, I eat so much the next broccoli. time there's a sweet family there. Oh, all that sulfur! It's you and your it's broccoli laden ass. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the perfect place to crop dust because no one would know, right? That's true, right? Yeah. Like that would be. 
so ideal. Honestly, you could rip though, the worst fart and no one would know. Unless it's really loud and then. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, these pools, am I right? <laughs> Who knew they had audio too? <laughs> So 4K experience over here, or 4D or whatever. I think since it's in person, I think it's whatever in person. Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the thing about alcohol. The thing about alcohol. The thing about alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> is back that, on alcohol. Is back on this alcohol. is not a pooping or fart episode, <laughs> believe it or not. We've brought it up like eight times, but it I is know. an alcohol episode. So tell me about alcohol, Sabina. All right. So people have been drinking alcohol for thousands of years. I know. Shocking, right? There are some that believe that um, alcohol or wine was invented before the wheel, which honestly, priorities. Probably. Yeah. Priorities. Uh, there, there are um, cases. They found residue from alcoholic beverages that date back to 7,000 or 600... 6600 BC. I had to do some. What? You did do some math? I had to do new math. No, you didn't. No. I see the number right here. <laughs> I just couldn't say it. Yeah. 6600 BC. Sweetie, <laughs> oh I want you to be a teacher. I would love it if you were if you had a bunch of kids and you're like history. Let's do this shit. Like yeah, and I'm you gonna just teach you guys stuff, all right? Just give me a second while I read the date. <laughs> Take us through it. Teach. All right. Teach us so, about alcohol. I'm going to take you to 7,000 BC, China. Okay. Right? Picture okay, I this. I see it. Right? You know exactly what you're looking at, right? I'm seeing cows. I don't know if there's cows <laughs> in 7,000 well, BC, China, but I'm well, seeing Well, there's cows. alcohol, right? Okay. There's alcohol because okay. they keep it in these pots, right? And in, in 2004, they actually analyzed the chemical composition the residue mm -hmm. that was in these jars and they confirmed that it was a fermented drink made of there were notes of grapes hawthorn berries honey and rice so this is like this is also happening around the same time that barley beer and grape wine were being made in the middle east so like these guys are they're cooking up some good stuff right right they've it's got like very like sake or something yeah, like right? it, yeah, because rice wine mm -hmm. is yeah, it, but like it's got like grapes in it, and it must. It sounds like it might have been like pretty good. Um, it is originally. So I'm gonna ask you a question: Have you ever heard about the origins of beer? No, I have not. No. Okay, so I imagine <laughs> cavemen drink beer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just you know they get get a cold one with their friends yeah, after. Yeah. Uh, unga bunga Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I had heard the story of like, hey, people were trying to make bread, and they there was some sort of accident, and they accidentally made beer out of it. And they're nice. like, oh yeah, this this liquid bread is damn good and it makes me feel good right uh-huh so there are actually reports that it was the opposite so people were making beer and then the mixture spilled into some coals and cooked bread and the this belief comes from the difficulty of making beer compared to making bread and there are more steps that occur for beer than bread so while they were making this beer, while they were doing all these steps to make the beer, uh -huh. they accidentally cooked it, 
and the yeast kind of just so prior so you're saying prior to that civilization did not know how to leaven bread how to make yeah. bread rice so betty white is the coolest thing to come since before sliced bread but beer is the coolest thing to come here since before bread yeah that's <laughs> the way it is <laughs> I had to make sure I said it the, the right way. The wheels were turning <laughs> they on were. that. You had to make sure that made sense. But and you know I'm what? actually not even sure it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because I the, 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 the beer came before the wheel or the wine came before the wheel. So wine, wine before wheel, beer before bread. And those are the rules that you have to follow if you're drinking. No, 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 because you got to eat bread or food before you drink, because if there's nothing for the stomach to have to absorb liquor, it goes into the bloodstream faster. And I know this on a very deep and visceral level. That's like the one rule that I've broken more than once in the alcohol world. Like you think I would have learned by now and I have not. I mean, the fact that you have an empty stomach to begin with is surprising because not not for you but for me because i usually snack as soon as i wake up so we're back on snacking okay back, back on snacking okay back on snacking through. all right back on the so history so this is from this information was from the two, one salty researcher i did so my understanding of the people that built the pyramids was that they were slaves, but according to him, mm-hmm. archaeologists found evidence suggesting that workers who built the Great Pyramids of Giza were paid in beer. So I've heard that as well. You have? Mm-hmm. I think I saw that on Reddit, and one of the it was like a Today I Learned post, and it was like, tell me something that sounds offensive, but it's actually historically accurate. And... Somebody, that was it. Somebody went into an explanation about how the the people who built the pyramids weren't actually slaves. And I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't know if it's true. I didn't fact check the person, okay. but I thought that was really interesting. That yeah, someone said yeah because I heard that too, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know. We need yeah, someone know. that's more educated, right? That than knows us. history real good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could Google it, but. That would be an entire different episode that's not on brand with... Uh, we're talking about beer. Like, I know, we're not, talking about beer. Yeah. Okay, all right. The medical use of alcohol is mentioned in Sumerian and Egyptian texts from 2100 BC. And the Hebrew Bible recommends giving alcoholic beverages to those who are dying or to those who are depressed so that they can forget their misery. And that practice has actually come about for everyone yeah that's it's true it's very it's a timeless tradition if of i'm drinking on my deathbed get that beer bong out <laughs> we're, we're, we're just gonna, gonna slam sh- beers in, until the until, I don't know, until, until the you're final fine. curtain call yeah yeah give me morphine i don't no, want okay. forget the beer i want, <laughs> yeah, the, good I want stuff. the good stuff <laughs> but like alcohol was used for uh anesthesia for a very long time which does not make me feel good thinking about it because, mm-hmm. like, imagine, like, you you know, you're in the Civil War. You got right. you got shot a, in the leg. Yeah. Right? And they're like, yeah, um, we don't have the capacity or the knowledge to heal your slight scrape on your leg. It's yeah. going to get skin green and, you know, you're going to lose it. But but it's just a flesh wound. Yeah. No. It is but a scratch. Well, We're going to have to take your leg. So here, drink some vodka. Yeah. 
And they probably use that same vodka to disinfect the tools that yeah. they're about to use to saw off your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Bite a piece of bark. We're going to town. That's metal. I can't imagine. Like I stub my toe and I'm 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 out for the next five minutes. Like I can't do I can't think and do anything. Like and these people a Long are, Island iced tea's not gonna fix you either. No, and these guys are biting tree bark while their shit's getting sawed off. Like, yeah, there's just a level of tough I'll never know. Sure, <laughs> I think. Uh, actually, I watched this uh, documentary and uh, it was about like old. And this is completely tangent, but it's kind of interesting. These old pioneer fellas, these mountain men, sage old like grizzly dudes, and uh, the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, played in The Revenant. Mm -hmm. He's a real guy, real person. Yeah. This guy got mauled by a bear and walked like a hundred miles back to the fort or the camp or whatever. Excuse me, this guy's neck looked like an Arby sandwich <laughs> and he walked back. Like The human spirit that I do not have. No. I'm like, my nose is a little stuffed today and I find that very inconvenient. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to walk to my car and this guy walked to a hundred miles, like four cities over. And he, you know, was hiding from, like, the Indians and bears and coyotes and whatever the hell was trying to kill him. And Well, yeah, because the, the animals are probably smelling the blood and thinking, course. like, easy snack, right? No, right? I'm like, Pfft. No. I don't know. No. I just drink to forget. You just drink. <laughs> it, it helps the inside boo-boos. The inside boo-boos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the outside boo-boos, it's not going to do shit, man. I don't care how drunk you are. I mean, like, do you think they had them drink so much they passed out? Maybe. Before they started? Maybe. Because then otherwise the pain is going to make you pass out anyway, right? Yeah. But drinking all that extra liquid, does that thin your blood out? And then, like, if oh, they yeah. saw your shit, are you, like, really you, bleeding? I mean, I think the chances of you dying on the table were pretty high regardless. But now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because you could probably bleed to death really easily. Because it vasodilates, too, right? So yeah. if your blood's going... Yeah. Flying everywhere. I don't know. You're going to get fucked up. Yeah. Well, on a less gruesome note, I guess, um, <laughs> wine was traditionally consumed in classical Greece for breakfast. That makes sense. I feel like I envision everybody in ancient Greece just holding wine. Yeah. And they're all naked. Like, too. Greek and Roman times, like, they just had yeah. a goblet of wine. It was usually diluted. It was either, like, one, it was between, like, one part water, one part wine, to, like, one part wine, four parts water. Mm -hmm. So it was... Okay. It was diluted, and I think it, that's why it was kind of given to, like, kids as well. So I it's, mean, like, their version of Mio or whatever that, you know, the, the drops you can put into water to flavor it? Yeah, but, like, it's with <laughs> or like wine. like, crystal yeah. light, yeah. It's like, it's, like, wine flavor. I mean, and, but, like, the same with the Middle Ages, right? But it was with beer, ale, you know? It, they, they, it was Watered commonly it very low strength, yeah. But, like, there are documents that claim that nuns had, like, an allowance of six pints of ale for each day. So even if that shit's watered down, like... Six pints. Six pints is quite a bit. That's a lot. That'd be pretty lit to be a nun just, right? like, doing canticle chants and then drinking beer. I mean, make, <laughs> it might make me consider joining the monastery. <laughs> I wouldn't have to give birth. I wouldn't have to, you know, be a man. Think about property. your outfit. It's the same every day. You get to get litty and, I don't know, sing songs. <laughs> Come on, man. That sounds fantastic. Um, alcohol and politics, right? There, in, in ancient Persia, um, Persians would debate things twice. Once drunk, and then they'd be debated again, sober, to see if it would make sense. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. I also think it would be really fun 
if you had a room full of people and they were a little silly, right? And you gave them a topic. They didn't get to choose what it was. And they get to debate it. And then you're like, you're for, you're against. Mm -hmm. Go. And then (laughs) they have to come up with a convincing (laughs) argument on the spot. Call it drunk debate team. Drunk, yeah, drunk that's team. exactly what the ancient Persians were doing. I love that. They knew what's up. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, in, in America, all of this planning for the American Revolution was done over a pint of beer. I Our mean, founding fathers were f- getting litty. It's a lot easier just, to imagine overthrowing the government if you got a little liquid courage in you. Exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> they might have been a little drunk when writing the Constitution, too. They're like, yeah, this shit makes sense. Right about bear arms in here. Bear arms. I mean, they were actually drunk and literally talking about bear arms. <laughs> yeah, that, we just took it out of context. Maybe. Honestly, maybe. <laughs> so if we could go back in time, I'd put on a powdered wig and go sit in there and see what actually was going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to go through some like interesting statistics about... Are they interesting or are they just going to make me feel victimized? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Well, so... America ranks 25th in the world for alcohol volume per capita. Okay, that's less. I would have guessed that we were somewhere in the top. No, no. We were, we're 25th uh, at 2.3 gallons per person per year. Which, honestly... That's a lot of alcohol That per is person. a lot. That is quite a bit. And, and just thinking of, like, there's a good population that doesn't drink. So either they're too young or too old. So... Us in the middle, we're kind of helping. I mean, the world um, average is 2.2 gallons, so there's that. But uh, out of America, so so in America, California, which has the largest population, drinks the most amount of alcohol by volume. So this is just because we have more people, right? So it's mm. estimated mm-hmm. that 85.7 million gallons was consumed in 2020 during the pandemic. That being said, um, so California has the most by volume. Wyoming, Alaska, and South Dakota consume the least by volume. I'm assuming that's because fewer people live in those uh, states. However, by capita, New Hampshire drinks the most at approximately 4.83 gallons per person per year. I want to remind you that the av- the the per capita uh, alcohol volume for the entire country is 2.3 so gallons. It's like literally double. Double. Holy moly. What's going on over there? New Hampshire, I don't know. are you well? <laughs> do you guys twice. need a movie theater in your towns? What do you need something to do? <laughs> yeah, honestly, dude. <laughs> Yikes. That's a lot yeah. of liquor. Now, New Hampshire, if it was by capita by itself, as a country, would have the highest. However, of the entire world, Belarus consumed the greatest average amount of alcohol per capita, and by, which is uh, 3.8 gallons per person per year. So it's still less than New Hampshire. Again, New Hampshire. Blink twice if you need help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... What's going on over in Belarus? Are they I, so they they were uh, previously part of the Soviet Union? Yeah. They've got some. So they just picked up bad habits from those guys, or may, what? maybe big picked up bad habits from those guys. Um, economic stuff, especially right now. I mean, with everything going on between Russia and Ukraine, they're kind of in the middle. That they, you know, well, not good times. The World Health Organization ranked Russia as the only country 
they did it one out of five on which countries uh like critical consumption so like countries with the riskiest patterns of drinking behaviors uh-huh. so five is like real bad and then one is low risk there's only one country that's a five and it's russia really <laughs> yeah four is like belarus granada belize kazakhstan namibia moldova guatemala but there's only one that's a five and it's russia so maybe they don't drink the most but they make the most out of when they drink <laughs> it sounds like that i mean so maybe belarus picked up a thing or two from, from those the soviet guys. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe um there was a 2015 survey done that light-eyed americans and you have <laughs> this you uh, of european descent consume more alcohol than dark-eyed americans of european descent well my dark-eyed american friend do you consume less alcohol than i do i am also not of european descent i'm from iran where <laughs> alcohol is illegal so uh all right that would be no hmm. but that same study found that blue-eyed Americans of European descent, which you have blue eyes, right? I do. Yes. Thank um, you for for noticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the highest levels of alcohol misuse. Oh, so there's a genetic link that make light eyed Americans of European descent more susceptible to so, alcohol use disorder. The next time I have zero self control and I'm like, it's just your drunk genetics. in Vegas. I'll be like, it's my genes. It's I can't help it. It's my ancestral linkage. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, you get it now. If I remember the word ancestral linkage, <laughs> I'm not that drunk. <laughs> Give me another shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, 18 liters is how much alcohol Russians consume each year, which is a little bit under five gallons a year. That Which, sounds like a number five on the critical consumption scale to me. Yeah, it does, that doesn't is, it? That is a lot of liquor. Specifically a lot of vodka, right? Because they don't really dabble in a whole lot of... Maybe that sounds too stereotypical, but I think... Don't they, for the most part... Isn't the stereotype sort of mostly true? That vodka is like their mainstay? Yeah, it's, it's their vodka. And and I have to actually try this, but they, they take their vodka shots with a pickle. Like they pour the pickle juice in? No, no, they, they like... So oh, they, they'll just... take the shot. So, you know, if you're taking tequila, right? You drink the tequila, you have lime. Yeah. They do vodka pickle. They eat a pickle. And apparently it's delicious, and I got to try it, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Oh, you don't want to make a tradition out of we have an episode, you take a shot of some questionable no, liquor? I think, no, I think we should at least space it out a little bit more, you know? Um, you and I both like beer, and... I have you, been known to to enjoy to, a nice cold one every once in a while. Yes. Do you like beer with higher alcohol content? So like Imperial Stouts or mm. there's a uh, brewery in Southern California that makes a like a, a 9% beer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's pretty good. Quite nice. Yeah. You drink two and stand up though. You can. You can feel all that alcohol yeah. blood going everywhere and then you're like, oh, I'm drunk. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. So it, it doesn't take much. But can you guess what the highest percentage of alcohol content is in the strongest beer in the world what the alcohol so what the what like, the percentage yeah okay for the strongest beer in the world 18 percent higher 25 higher beer are you sure 30 <laughs> yeah. higher bitch what 50 67.5 percent it doesn't say what the beer is 
But that shit's lighter fluid, man. Yeah. What the? F- oh, hold on. <laughs> Are you googling it? No, I'm. What I'm googling. So Everclear is ninety five percent alcohol. Yeah, this is sixty seven point. That's sixty seven. That's more than vodka, though. I think. Vod- I think. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, vodka is forty percent. That yeah. So what is this like moonshine, but beer? Yeah. Well, yeah. That there's no way that tastes good because there's just no way. Yeah. I. So. Uh, no. I don't know. So if you drink this beer, right, your no, blood alcohol content's going to be kind of high, right? Yeah. What are they giving it to you in, like, a Polly Pocket-sized cup? They I better mean, be. I mean, yeah. They're not giving you a pint, right? <laughs> they better not. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So in the United States, if your blood alcohol content is higher or at 0. 0.08, mm-hmm. you are considered inebriated and should not be drinking. Now, that being said, have you ever blown into a breathalyzer? Driving, sorry. You should not, yeah. Yeah, I said Sound drinking. Guy, yeah, 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 yeah. But d- I understood d- what you're saying. Yeah, thank you, yes, thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Um, have you ever blown into a breathalyzer? No. So we got a breathalyzer to just test out the theory, right? Uh-huh. It takes me four drinks to reach .08. Now, the people in this room that are looking at me right now have seen me after two drinks. I should not be behind the wheel of a car. After two drinks. After two drinks. Yeah. But my blood alcohol content was only like .03, .05. Interesting. After two drinks. So, like, in other countries, the actual limit is much lower. It's even as low as, like, 0.01 in some countries, which, honestly, like, good for them. Because 0.08 is ridiculously high. If if, If any of you guys have a breathalyzer at home, or if you can get one off of Amazon, and if you're curious to try, see how many uh, drinks it takes you and see how inebriated you actually feel. Uh Uh-huh. When you reach that point zero eight, because it is much higher than you think it is. Interesting. Now that being said, the highest ever recorded blood alcohol content was um, twice the typical lethal limit. What's lethal? So you're you're considered drunk in America if your blood alcohol content is higher or at point zero eight, right? Mm-hmm. This was at point nine one four. Point nine one. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And the person wasn't dead. I guess not. So ninety one percent of their blood was alcohol. No, point nine one. Oh, okay. Well, no. No, I think that's yeah. Because that one is a hundred percent. So point nine. That's ninety percent. Point nine one four percent. So yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Point nine one Not nine point nine one. Like just point nine one the number. Four. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Point nine one four percent. Yeah. Percent. So almost one full percent of this person's blood was alcohol. Which is still that's a like, lot. Of, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of lot. alcohol. Yeah. 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 Um. Did you know that you can't drink alcohol in the British Parliament? Which makes sense, unless. You are the chancellor delivering the annual budget statement. Are you serious? <laughs> In which That's case, a you're real gonna rule? need yeah, you're gonna need a uh, pint to just get through it. Yikes! Well, that would that's awesome. I would apply for that job just so I could say I did that. Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. Um, one in five top hundred country music songs referred to alcohol. Say that one more yeah, time. Yeah, I said that in a weird way, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. One in every five top. Hundred okay country songs mentions alcohol mentions alcohol. I think that's pretty standard though. I got 
uh, beer in my Dixie cup and my dogs in the uh, pickup truck and we're going to go into the woods and have sex. Yeehaw. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really what popular country music is now? Uh, honestly, there's definitely key buzzwords like I, Dixie I've, Cup. I've heard that there's tech, there's possibly like an AI program writing some songs. Really? Not even joking. No way. I believe for like, it. For yeah. like the super popular country shit. Huh. Because it's, it's <laughs> I mean, so like a chat, a chat GP a, for a country song? Chat I mean, GDP wrote, I, uh, you can't take my door. <laughs> 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 a country song created by AI. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Honestly, I'm here for it. I don't know what it sounds like, but I'm definitely going to be listening to it. <laughs> the song was created by training a neural network to learn country music hits and then produce one of its own. The song was then arranged and performed by humans. The accompanying video uh, is on the website I'm on here. Reflects all of the colorful imagery mentioned in the song. Oh, yes. Uh, we will be listening to that later. You can't take my door. AI country hit. <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, milkshakes. Did you know that milkshakes originally contained alcohol? I did not know they originally did. I know there's places that do that now. That's like a yeah. big thing in Vegas. Come get a liquor shake. Like So the one okay. salty researcher makes a milkshake with um, Oreo ice cream, uh, milk, Guinness, and Bailey's. Is it good? It sounds like it'd I've be pretty good. I never actually had it, oh, but okay. he claims it's really good. Yeah. Wasn't well, a is a mudslide basically like a milkshake? Is there ice cream in a mudslide, or is it just um, milk? Um, I think it's just milk. Just milk. I don't actually know. Hmm. It'd probably be good in like a shake form. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it would be. Um, I'm trying to look to see if there's any other. Okay, so a couple. Things before we end. Uh, Wait, there's no more fun facts. Hold on, I'm looking. Like they felt fun, but they didn't feel like fun. I know, but those were apparent. Did you know that tequila can only come from Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Just like champagne can only come from Champagne, France. Well, God's pita. Okay, fine. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, here's something anecdotal. Wine doesn't necessarily get better with age. Did you know that? Like, so if I opened a 50-year-old bottle of wine, it might taste like the $9 bottle of wine I bought at Ralph's? No, it might oh. taste gross because... Oh, so there is a tipping point where it does go bad. So some wines do age well, but they're, they're very specific wines. Not all wine will age well. So you said this is anecdotal. Anecdotally, I know this, yes, because when I was 18, I went to Italy with um, for school, but... The drinking age in Italy is 18, I think, or 16 Aha. or something like that. So I was able to get, A, Liddy on a school trip. <laughs> but, but yes. B, okay. um, I bought a bottle of wine and took it home for my parents so that they could enjoy it. My dad said that he wanted to open it with me on, our 20, on my 21st birthday. So what was it? Three years later, we opened it, and it was kept in a cool cool dry dark place and this thing tasted like vinegar like rancid vinegar it did not age well and we learned a valuable lesson that day but how are you supposed to know if you can age it or not ask someone smarter than i am does wine have like (laughs) does it say use buy sell buy no but i think (laughs) unless you're told that it's aged or you can age it my initial inclination would be 
drink the good bottle of wine. Have opened the good bottle of olive oil because everything has a shelf life. So don't waste time, you know, because it could go bad and then you will never get to enjoy it. Don't wait for a rainy day. Drink it now. That's my. That's well, thank my you for that. Yeah. Yeah. The U.S. government used to poison alcohol. During uh, not, uh, in other news. In like what, prohibition times? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what a wild time though, right? Like <laughs> you tried to make this thing illegal and people just revolted so bad that they're like, yeah, never yeah. mind. <laughs> NASCAR was uh, invented out of the prohibition era. NASCAR was? Yeah, because they were... They were uh, the, all, like, alcohol runners. They were the moonshiners. They were smuggling, yeah. And like, they just learned liquor. how to drive real fast. They, and well, they, yeah, so, like, they would... It sounded like they got competitive with trying to be, like, the fastest oh. rum, like, rum runners or whatever. It's mm-hmm. That, like, a name they called. And then eventually they just, once it became legal again, they just kind of kept doing it and eventually became sanctioned racing. And there you go, you got NASCAR. That's actually pretty cool. Right? That's why they're all based off of stock cars because they had to be like they'd fly oh. under the radar. But they were all yeah, they all had engine modifications. Wow, learn something new every day. Yeah, with the with the broads. Yeah, there you go. And sound guy Dan. Yeah, sound <laughs> yeah. guy Dan You're coming a broad. in with the fact. You're a salty broad. Well, yeah. so there I'm a spicy is spicy ginger. Sorry, a spicy, spicy ginger. ginger. And actually, there's about forty percent of Americans that have never tried alcohol. And guess what? It's Dan. Sound guy Dan. Sound guy Dan does not drink. Wow, I'm actually surprised it's that much. But does that include kids? I think so. Uh, it, it has to, right? It has to like, be like, I would love to hear a statistic above age 21. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because in your experience. that's cheating. Well, but in your experience, do you find that that's not. Most people have. Yeah, most tried people it? have. I have yet to find someone who hasn't. Oh, okay. But do people mostly um, respect the fact that you don't drink? Mostly curious. Oh, okay. okay. So, okay. so they're like, that's cool, but what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Why don't curious. you poison your body, Dan? I think most people are, <laughs> it's such a big thing in culture that it's weird when people don't. Ah, uh, I guess, and when you think about it, it human history, we've been <laughs> uh, getting liquored up since the mm-hmm. dawn of times. Maybe not all the way back, but pretty far back. Yeah, I mean, since the dawn of civilization, really, right? So, like, if it's that ingrained in our culture, it is weird if someone doesn't partake. You're just a little weird outsider, Dan. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have to worry <laughs> about hangovers. That's true. Then he can sit there from his ivory tower as we all wallow in our filth. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I slept great last yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll learn and be like, Dan, you One know what day. we should leave this this note on before we wrap up? What? We should educate people on what Borg is. You know what? I forgot about that. Yes. yes. Okay. So. I know. The new age of drinking. Th- yes. And you know what, Dan? You might learn a little something something because since you never drink, you never got to be in college drinking questionable liquids from a communal what is it? Water bucket? Like, yeah, or like or just a, like just standard like laundry a basket. Gatorade bucket. laundry basket. Well, not like a like a like a like one of those laundry have holes in them. Okay, not one of them. Yeah. Never mind. Just bucket. Just a bucket. Like a, <laughs> or like, like, like a water Home bucket. Depot bucket container. Like, <laughs> honestly, maybe like a a cooler, a cooler, or a yeah. bathtub, a jug, a, a jug. Yeah. So I know people that used to make it in sinks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was basically, you found these at parties, and it was just like a communal punch bowl. Punch bowl, and it was called jungle juice. And everyone had their own damn recipe for jungle juice. And I'm sure it always changed, and it always was mm-hmm. sickly sweet. And, uh,. I feel like recipe is a loose term. Yeah, yeah. Recipes were definitely right, yeah. Good. Recipe implies there was measuring. Yeah, and like and thought. thought. No, it was just on vibes, man, and it was the vibes of whoever made this thing. Yeah. And more then like I'm on sure, availability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you could go to this like party, and you're like, yeah, give me some of that jungle juice, and you start drinking it, like not even thinking about what's in it. That's how we grew up drinking in college. Gen Z has figured their shit out. Because we weren't drinking water. We weren't doing any of that stuff. We weren't even concerned about what was in the damn glass that we were drinking. That shit could have been spiked with any sorts of bad news stuff, right? Gen Z, with their Borgs, have figured something out that's so simple. And yet, why didn't we think of it? Like... Because we're not concerned with things like personal safety. We're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> that's that, that's the millennial mindset. I'm sorry. If you anything, want me to fill my gallon with what? Water? So what? Do you like? What is Borg? What does it stand for? First, blackout rage gallon. Fuck yeah. So then, in the name already, it's not a lot better because the <laughs> the end is still the same. All you're doing is changing up your means, and you're just ensuring that no one has put an unholy amount of like GHB into the tub. <laughs> where everyone's pulling cups of whatever out of there <laughs> jungle at, the, juice. at the embassy it's, suites. There's a name for it, Lindsay. No, but <laughs> it's called Jungle Juice. It's okay, whatever. Oh my God, you so, unlocked a memory when you said embassy suites. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your gallon of water. You empty out some of the water or you drink it, whichever. You put some liquor in there, mm-hmm. your choice. You put some Pedialyte or some powdered electrolyte or liquid IV, whatever. You put that in there and you mix it up. You've got yourself Borg. Fine. That's great. You're drinking water molecules. You're attempting to hydrate yourself, but you're still drinking what is probably a lot of alcohol. Yes, but it's also secured, so you're drinking whatever you made. Yes, so there's that. That is, I'm all on board for that, but let's not act like they are doing a lot better than we are. They're still binge drinking. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Those livers are still going through something. <laughs> yeah. The livers are going through something. But it's so a little bit better than I the something that... I respect the ingenuity, mm-hmm. but people are going to still be people, and they're always going to want to just get fucked up. My, my count of that, too, is they're going to be like, ah, oh, we feel better afterwards, and they might do more. Well, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, you know, they are also, because... Weed wasn't really legal when we were in college. It wasn't really, or just it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like it wasn't ever. Just if you knew where to find it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It wasn't really legal. (laughs) (laughs) But like a lot of them, instead of drinking alcohol, they'll do like these THC infusions or something like. So like here, here's a tang, and there's CBD in it or something. Or like it's like it's like white claw, but instead of alcohol, it's. Weed. Here's your weed water. <laughs> yeah, weed water. Yeah. I actually think I've seen Pabst. Like instead of alcohol, it's weed. Shut the it's fuck up. Like it, like, like Pabst, real the Pabst. company. Yeah. Real like Pabst. I'm pretty sure they have a, a they THC have a weed option. Beer. What? I'm pretty sure. Which I've seen it. Twenty three. What just, a time to be alive. I know. Man. I think our ancestors would be very proud or yeah. scared. Maybe a little bit of both. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, thank you guys. Uh, we're, we're excited to be back. We're excited to produce content more regularly now. So look for a new episode every Monday. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Two Salty Broads, and we want to hear from you. Send us an email at twosaltybroads at gmail.com. Remember, I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay, stay salty. salty. I said remember twice, and it sounded weird, but let's go with it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>